In the beginning, the Word was with God. That Word became the foundation of all we have, know, and do. That Word, Christ, became our hope for the future and a better life with Him. Join us at RCCG Warm and Glory Tabernacle as we dig our roots into His Word and grow towards His light. And tell me what we've been studying so far. In the times that we have been, yes. Marcus of Spiritual Goat. We have been studying Marcus of Spiritual Goat since February. What have we been studying? Can you tell me one thing that you've learned from Marcus of Spiritual Goat? Yes. Sorry? Faithfulness. What did you learn about that? What does that mean? Marcus of Spiritual Goat, faithfulness. So who can tell me anything they've learned from February till now? Sorry. Yes, go ahead. The difference between meekness and weakness. What is the difference between meekness and weakness? So let's start with what is meekness? What is meekness? Yes. And help him. What is meekness? Meekness is knowing that, knowing how strong you are. Meekness is knowing how strong you are but choosing not to use your strength against or for yourself, against someone for yourself. For example, meekness is not using all your strength to push a baby. That is meekness. Meekness is God coming to talk to you, to say, come, learn from me. I am meek. I am lowly. Because God can't destroy you. So what is the difference between meekness and weakness? He was right, but you are also right. Choosing to hold back your choice. Meekness is when they say bad things against you in school. But you say no. When somebody is saying, you are rubbish, you are this, you are fat, you are, you are lazy, you are, you know, saying bad things against you. But you choosing to walk away. That is meekness. Any other thing that any other person has learned? Yes. You read. One second. Wisdom. Knowing what to do and doing it. Fantastic. So, what did you learn from it? That's fine. While you are looking for it. Yes, you wanted to say something. You to lose. But, but that is fine. My question, sir, is this. Over the weeks, what have we taught that you remember from what we taught? Over the months, anything. Anything. Because there's no point. Information is only usable when it is retrievable. And that is why we memorize scripture. So that when we need it, we can retrieve it. You want to say something, sir? Anything we have learned in the last six months. Women, okay. Yes. 
Okay. So what did you learn from that, sir? Anytime. Preparation is part of wisdom. Fantastic. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Ma. Anything, please. Anything you've learned throughout the year. Anything. Sorry, sorry. Let's let's use the mic. Because we want to capture, we want to be capturing all this information. Um, for me, is the between wisdom and I'm listening. Yeah, my is the one that the from the between wisdom and foolishness, the okay. middle. What is there? Okay. Like, so what is? Tell us what you learned from that. Um, so what's the difference between the middle between wisdom and yeah, foolishness? Yeah, the middle between wisdom and foolishness. It's, uh, I think, knowing what to do. Action. I don't know. <laughs> so, you see, no, no, you see, that is why we are, I'm, I'm actually doing these reviews to ask us and say, okay, look, what, you see, what we think we know, we don't, what we think we know until we can say it, until we can teach it, we don't know it yet. Like, if I ask you, what is wisdom? So, you know what wisdom is, right? Knowing what to do and doing it. If I tell you to teach me, what does it mean to know what to do and do it? What will you tell me? Can't, sorry. Come on, come on. Come on, Gene. Come on, take the mic and be going around. Yes. I would say an example. So, you tell me, teach me about wisdom. An example. So, if somebody, if I come up to you, I'm your classmate, and I say, what's wisdom? What's this thing called wisdom? You say, oh, it's knowing what to do and doing it. So, uh, what is that? What would you tell me? God, if God tells you to sell your car, you should sell it. Okay. That is true. But... What if I can't hear God? God does not appear to me and say, oh, what to go? Now it's time read for you to say Read the scripture. Okay. So what you're saying is, I should read the scripture and automatically I will be wise. Is that what you're saying? No. So what is wisdom? So tell me. You're saying, whatever I read, I should do whatever I read. Memorize. So I should, whatever I read, I should memorize it and do it, right? So once I memorize it, I, I am wise. Is that what you are saying? And know what you learn out of it. Yes. So, so, so what, what you are telling me is I would read something, anything, right? And then I memorize it. You know, you know the purpose of it. And you know the purpose of it. I understand it, right? And then I. That means I'm wise. Is that it? How? So tell me. You see, this is where I'm saying, unless you can teach me, you don't yet know it very well. It's part of the things we are saying. 
that it is, you need to learn. You need to learn. Why do we, don't point it that way. Give it to your mother. So, yes, you wanted to. Yes. And I, I knew that when I get home from work, yes, the couch is very inviting. Mm-hmm. But the kitchen is in our disarray, mm-hmm. and Melissa needs a break from the kids. Yes. And I know, I know I got to get off that couch. Yes. And start acting. Yes. And I know faithfulness is fruit of the spirit. I know mm-hmm. that faithfulness, I know, I know the right, right I got to do. You know what you have to do. And I do it. And you do it. it when you do it. It's a carrot. It has brought fruit to my life. Awesome. So when you do it, for example, I, you know what to do. When It is not when, Ochoko, it is not when you know it. It is when you do it. Remember what we said about it. The difference between foolishness and wisdom is action. Watch. Let's reduce the volume of that one, Mike. No, not you, Ochoko. The, the what's it called now the difference is action so action you're only as wise and we talked about this you're only as wise as your your next action you're only as wise as your next action it doesn't matter what happened in the past. Now you, now you want to tell me about, see, that is wisdom. So you know it. But you see, when they put you on the spot to say, okay, tell me what it is, you can't tell me. All right? So, what in the last six months has you have learned? Our children are amazing creatures. Yeah. <laughs> they can color very multicolored things. Um, Several, several things. Um, one, like we've all been talking about, was the, that action part of, of wisdom and foolishness. Because mm. it means every day we have to choose to be wise in our doings, right? Mm. Um, we cannot sit there and think, oh, I'm, I'm wise because I know all these things. Or I'm wise because I did it in the past. So every day I'm challenging myself. What am I doing, you know, and sometimes forgetting your past actions can be difficult too, right? So allowing myself the grace to be wise, to forget the wrongs of the past or the good deeds of the past that I did and daily choose new ones to continue to be wise. Um, another one for me was the, the planning part, the preparation. I'm daily now trying to ask myself, well, if I'm wise, how am I preparing Right, how am I planning um, little things like getting ready for the next day, like planning my agenda for the next day. Um, I'm really starting to challenge myself about that. Um, we also talked about, about giving, not, not that, um, you know, growth and giving. Not that I wasn't a giving person, but I really... I used to be blind, so to say. Sometimes you're so stuck in your own world. This is the pain I'm going through. This is the challenge I'm going through. And you miss the opportunities to be a blessing to people. But after we talked about um, markers of growth, 
faithfulness and giving, I started trying to, you know, look around and see what little things can I be a, a blessing to someone. Um, I'll give an example. Yesterday I was at work. We were all leaving work. And I was the last one to lock the door. And there was someone sitting outside our door. If it was before, I would have been so focused on myself. And, and we're going for lunch. Somebody was paying for lunch. And I was so focused on myself and the lunch I was about to eat and just have run there. But I saw the person. And, you know, I was about to walk past. And God was like, well, are you faithful? Check on that person, right? So I checked on the person. He was like, oh, he was waiting. Like, are you waiting to go inside? I'm like, no, he was waiting for a bus. And he was sitting there. I was like, okay, what time is your bus? He said 40 minutes. And I'm like, I know the bus is in Saskatoon. It'll probably be an hour. Like, where are you going to? Like I said, university. If it was me before that, maybe left him a prayer and moved on. I was like, well, what will it cost me? 15 minutes to drive him to the university and come back. And my lunch will still be waiting. So some of those things of being faithful, I'm, what's the action that I'm doing, right? I'm trying to to put those little things into, into practice. So, you know, we can give in different ways. And our ability to give shows that we're growing, you know. One of the things you notice about little children, they don't want to give what they have, right? But as we are growing, we learn that when I give, you know, it will come back. So those are some of the things I've been learning from. Your turn. In the last six months, have you learned? Growth isn't just necessarily change. Okay. So what did you learn about growth isn't necessarily change? That, like, I think as an example of a tree, when a tree, like, undergoes, like, growth, it yeah. doesn't really change. It, it, like, it grows downwards and upwards. But it's changing. It's yeah, going probably. down, going up. It's changing. So how do you... You see, it's important that we listen. Is that thing still in your mouth again? Where is it? Where is it? So, you see... I, I, I've told him to take this thing out of his mouth three times. But he goes back to doing it. He's saying that you are a child. Because the Bible says, as a dog returns to his vomit, so holy, you do it, repeat it again and again and again. If we don't learn from our mistakes or our instructions, it means that we have, we have not grown, right? That means we need to grow. Are we, are we together? Yes, please continue. My apology. So my question to you, you said about growth. Okay, tell, let's leave that. Tell me something else you have learned. Anything else? In the last, we have been coming to church. Because you see, why I'm asking this question is this. That I asked I, yesterday, I asked this young man that why is it that you want to... It's what I ask you not to watch. That's what you want to watch. 
You know what he told me? He said that the things that I tell him to watch are always boring. They're always boring. So he's, he's looking for the one that is exciting to him. Yeah, it got me thinking. It got me thinking, and I and I was like, so as long as you think that whatever we are talking about is boring, it'll go in one ear, it'll go out the other ear. So that is why I am asking us today, what exactly did you find interesting? Did you find exciting about the last? Month, set of months that we have gone through. And it's to, if it is to remind us, it is homogenous term. So we are waiting for homogenous to tell us something. And, you know, it's, it is important that we know these things, right? Because we have, since then, in terms of the, we have, we have looked at the markers of spiritual growth. We've looked at love. We have looked at, we have looked at joy. We have looked at um, peace, right? We have looked at we have looked at meekness. We have looked at righteousness, right? And we have looked at um, you know some of the other things I've looked at. We have looked at wisdom, right? So please don't let them follow. Good job. Okay, so, so, praise God. So, all of these things that we have been studying, we looked at righteousness, we looked at meekness, we looked at, you know, love, joy, we looked at so many things, we looked at wisdom. So, I mean, what, among all of them, what is, what is helpful to us? Because if we are not excited about it, we will remember it. Mike. Sorry, sir. Yeah, what messes me is that uh, the study uh, about the about the so so um uh, spirit, soul, and body. Spiritual and body. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, he he me because uh, uh, I wonder some 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 people. Let me put it that way. They allow their uh, their body to overcome their spirits and their soul, because because uh, our mind thinking is is it communicates to our body, yeah. not our spirit. So mm-hmm. so in that in in that case, with, uh, instead of instead of giving that dominion to the to, to the spirit, he give that dominion to his body then. And he start acting somehow, uh, thereby the spirit, the the body over 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 the spirit and the soul, and the soul is now cannot be able to communicate to the spirit because because the truth through the spirit the God communicate communicate with us. So 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 that that kept me. Uh, monitoring myself to make sure that I never allows my my body to d- 
dominate my spirit. So, but it be it be in every circumstance that my 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 body always fights with my with my uh, soul mm-hmm. to dominate. But I keep on getting kickback, you know, mm-hmm. by by saying no. That I won't, I won't give, I won't give that room to the body to dominate my soul because when my soul is dominate, my spirit is done. So, uh, how do we, how do we overcome that? Because uh, it be, it be in a battle. It's a battlefield. That that is a good question, and the, one of the reasons why, and and I apologize because you know this is not what we planned to study today, but it was sorry. It's good. Thank you, ma'am. So part of what we, part of the things you are asking is that, and let me recap what you've said. You, and you've said, rightfully said, because, you know, you are fighting because from your spirit, I mean, for that your soul, you are, you are fighting so that your body does not dominate your soul so that in the end, you know, you, you, you can you can do what God would have you do, right? And then your question is, so how do we win that battle? Is that your question, sir? Okay. It's a challenge. Okay, so, so part of the things is this. Like we said about the body, the soul, the spirit, the way to win it is what the Bible talks about. It says, walk in the spirit. And... You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So, in other words, move your soul. Your what is in your soul again? Remember, what's in your soul? Help me. What is in your soul? You said spirit. You you echoed spirit. You were not thinking. That is your soul. You were not thinking. You were just copying what he did or what he said. Eh? What is in your soul? Your thinking. What else is in your soul? Emotions. Your will. What else is in your soul? Your feelings or your emotions. Right? So, in essence, what we are saying is this. We are saying that when you do not, you choose what your mind your soul, your emotions, what you read, right? Your your intelligence, your decision-making is not in your body. Your decision-making is in your soul. So you decide, right, to take in things that will help your spirit. For example, if I want... If I want, um, if I want to, you know, the children are given a, a blank sheet of paper, and then they are given crayons to color it, right? They are saying, then they, they say, look at this sheet of paper. What do you think this should look like? Then they say, this should be red. They take red. They color it red. This should be blue. They take blue. They color it blue. So what the Bible is saying to you is this. If you feel whatever you want 
your, your, whatever you want your body to do, let your spirit color. If, well, if you want your spirit to win the battle, let your spirit color your soul. If you want your body to win the battle, let your body color the soul. So, they say, but you can only have one winner in everything. So, today the flesh would win. Tomorrow the spirit will win. The soul, the flesh will win. Yes, This morning, like yes. when we read that uh, uh, scripture, like I said, the amplified version was that caught me. Like, change your thinking. Change your thinking. Yes. yes. I, and now you kind of, it makes sense more to me. Like, that change your thinking, meaning if I change my thinking, then I will change my ways. You will change your ways. Yeah. Yes. So now that coloring now. So when the flesh, because this flesh likes so much good things, so much pleasure. Don't even think of the consequences afterwards. And because he is not paying, the flesh is not paying for no consequences. It's your soul that is paying for those consequences that you get. Yes, not necessarily. Your your flesh might pay for it, but it, 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 it is a decision that was taken in your soul. For example, if I decide that I am only going to eat chocolates. <laughs> exactly. Who is going to pay your soul? No. Okay, I'm not looking flesh. at it from that angle. Yes. I'm looking Sorry. at it from the guilt. Yes, that's, what I'm, that's where I'm coming from. Okay, okay you're right. Um, so, like, if I change my thinking, like, like there will always be evil thoughts. There will always be thoughts that will yes. come in. Yes. It's not your choice. Yes. Where do you want? Where do you want, want to, to fall? Who do you want to paint that picture? Thank you. But you mentioned something just now. You mentioned guilt, right? That's what you are talking yes. about. But do you know just now what we were praying about? Guilt. What is guilt? No, no, no. Give her still give her give her the mic. What is guilt? Um, guilt is for me, maybe I will say a regret to what you're doing or your mind judging you for doing something wrong. Guilt is pain. Pain. Wow. Is guilt painful? Yeah, it is. So, guilt is pain. Hmm. So, what happened to cause pain? About it this morning. So, what happens to cause pain? Why do we feel pain? Because God wants us to learn. That what no, yes, effectively. But why do we feel pain? What causes pain? A message. Oh. <laughs> you are you are it's supposed to be sending you a message. a message. So what is the message guilt sends us? Not to do it again. That you did something you were not supposed, supposed to do. And yeah, that is why when you feel that guilt, you want to turn the like if you can turn back to redo it again. No, but look at this. Give me an example of guilt. Give me, give me one example of guilt. And and I, you know, sorry, people. Maybe you take something that you're not. Give me an an example of guilt. When something you did something, what, what, something that makes you guilty. Anything that makes you guilty. Still from someone. 
steal from someone. Okay. Now, stealing from someone, what happens is that you steal from someone, you feel guilty. After you feel guilty, there's, a, there's pain in it. What do people who steal from people now do? What do people who steal from people now do? What do people who steal from people now do? Because they feel that guilt, right? So what do they now do? They return it. They, they can't return it out of shame. Okay, so what, what do they now do to the guilt? Sometimes they pray and ask God for mercy. Really? Sometimes they all pray to ask God for mercy. What else do they do? That's if they are caught, right? They do more things to hide the guilt. What are the things that they do? What do people do to hide guilt? There's the other thing. They lie. Alcohol. To cover guilt of things that they are not supposed to do. Armed robbers. They know what they are doing is bad. They know that it is wrong. But God is trying to teach them. This is their spirit. Trying to tell their soul that this thing you are doing is wrong. What we call conscience. This thing you are doing is wrong. Don't do it again. They used to shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And what do they do? They submit to the flesh. By letting the flesh take over. By taking alcohol. By taking drugs. By... No. No. It is over time. And that is why the Bible, that's where the Bible talks about your conscience being seared with hot iron. Because after a while, after you've shut it and shut it and shut it down, what happens? You do it as if nothing happened. It doesn't matter. Yeah? So part of what we have to understand because this is his question, right? This was his question. Is that you have to, when, if you, you, you have to learn, number one, from the pain you are feeling. If the pain is not just the physical pain. The pain is also the emotional pain. Whenever you see something and say, oh, I could have had this. Oh, I could have been this. Oh, I could have, I could have, I could have. That is regret. That causes pain that is trying to teach you something. Unless you change the action, you will still go back and do the same thing. Now I get it. Um, because of uh, we've been hurt so many times, Yes, uh, we decide that nobody will come to our house again. Okay. And there's this lady that got a job here, a woman, and 
she begged for one month. We said no, that we don't want. We've put people in this house and they've hurt us so badly that we decide no more. Okay. Um, we went out our way to get a house for her, but mm-hmm. not our place. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was like <laughs> I was going to die. Mm. Okay. My mind was. It was. It, you, you, you were in pain. Oh, I have to. Each time I kneel down, it's like they are playing that tip. I was asking, all I could do is ask God for mercy. Okay. Like, God have mercy. Okay. I felt that pain for a long time. And, and in the end, how did the pain go away? Is the pain gone? Uh, yes. Kind of. <laughs> is the pain gone? So, try and understand where we are going to. We are saying that until we learn how, what the pain is saying, we will repeat the things we are doing. So until we learn, until, and the pain will not go away, until you know the right thing to do. What is it? Because we over to, and over. We need to talk about that <laughs> separately. No, but you see, but, but try and understand that is where reading the scripture comes into play. Because the, we, we said wisdom is, do you know what to do? Do you know what to do? Do you really, do you really know what to do? You don't want to do it. No, no. See, 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 see. You see, this is, this is another thing. You think you know what to do because you think what you need to do will cause you pain. So is that what, you, so do you think you know what to do? Because effectively, effectively, if you are saying that what you will do will cause you pain, what you will do will cause you pain. That means there's something else. You have not learned what you actually need to do because there are people who do what you do, who go through what you go through, but do not feel the pain. Number one. Number two, it might be that God needs you to change or God, you need the help of the, and for some of these things, we need the help of the Holy Spirit, right? We need the help of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, what happens is we just, Follow the lust of the flesh. So maybe God needs you to walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And this is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Because until the Holy Spirit tells you exactly what to do, maybe it is a situation where the Holy Spirit might tell you, check, you know, take this person in. Don't take this person in. Even if the person is fine, even if the person, it might be that the Holy Spirit says, "Mm, this particular person, do not let this person in your house. But then you now say, oh, but the person is, the person has, the person is, the person has, the person seems, and then you justify why you are letting the person in. Then after the person comes in, causes you pain, you now automatically 
Caught everybody, plus the good, the bad, and everybody. Yes, please. Speaking to that, maybe we are feeling, like you said, the pain is pointing us in a direction. I remember when I had appendicitis. So I was feeling the pain. So that's uh, there's a part of our body called an appendix. So if that part is sick, it's called appendicitis. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that one later. later. It's not a period. Anyway, so I was feeling the pain at the top of my, of my belly here. But the doctor, she didn't only probe the top. She started probing other places. And until she touched that other place on my left side, I didn't know that there was pain there. So I was focused on the top here where the pain was, but the doctor knew to probe further. So as we were speaking, what kept coming to me was forgiveness. Have you forgiven the people who came in and hurt you before? So is the pain checking your forgiveness? Because sometimes it's so easy for us to say we did. We are forgiven. Is the pain you are feeling for not letting that person in pointing you in direction of who hurt you before in that same way? Because the pain is reminding you of a pain you felt before. You know? So maybe. Okay. For years, I had a predisposition to follow the greatest two commandments. I wanted to love my neighbor and love God and love my neighbor. And I put myself at risk. I put myself in harm's way. I didn't allow boundaries to be set and people walked all over me. And it caused you pain. So what that pain was telling him was, yes, you have the right intention, but you are going about it the wrong way. Because remember last week we said being wise is knowing when to say no. The wise and the foolish virgins. The foolish virgin told the wife, give us oil. The wise one said, no. They were wise. So knowing what to do and doing it, or being wise, is also knowing when to say, no. Uh, Chuko has his hand up. Yes, yes, you have had your hand up. What did you want to say? I was wanting to say that You've been talking about pain your spirit in a way. So I was wondering if a per another person can pay your spirit. Another person can be in your spirit. Another person paint your spirit. Paint. Paint. Can somebody else paint your spirit? You there's only one spirit. That is allowed to communicate with your spirit, in case you didn't know. And that is the Holy Spirit. Any other spirit communicating with your spirit is not the Holy Spirit. Right? There's a lot, a whole topic behind that question. But the answer to your question is only the Holy Spirit is allowed to communicate with your spirit. Any other thing, please do not allow to touch, touch, touch your spirit. 
Praise God. Is there any other thing, any person? Yes. That is actually the, the journey of life, right? Um, we're trying to do something and find ourselves not doing it. Unfortunately, because of time, I can't read all these scriptures, but I would encourage us to go and read them. Romans, um, Romans 7. In our private time, we should actually do a read and a study of Romans. So Romans 7. So I'll read bits and pieces of it. Romans 7 from verse 15. But 15 to the end. Then Romans 8, verse 1 to 4. Romans 12, 2 to 3. So I'm just going to quickly read bits of it. Verse 19 of Romans 7. For I do not do the good I want to do. But the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it's no longer I doing it, but it's sin living in me. Right? So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. Right? And, and that was what Brother Mike was, was talking about there. Then let's go to Romans 8 verse 1. It says, there is now, Therefore, there is now no condemnation which is talking about the guilt Sister Chema was talking about. For those who are in Christ Jesus, verse 12, because the love, because through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit, like Pastor was saying, gives life and has set you free from the law of sin and death. Then Romans 12, verse 2, and I'll stop and hand back over to Pastor. So just study it, right? Uh, if I can find Romans 12, sorry. Sorry, sir. Romans 12, verse 2. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So since the law of the flesh makes us do what we don't want to do, for us to begin to do what we want to do, we need to allow our mind be transformed by the Spirit, submitting to God, reading the Bible, receiving the Spirit in our mind. Until our mind, you know, really mirrors that image. You can go to the study side. Praise God. We want to, you know, so, so most of the times, what, part of what we've seen is this. That in, in, in essence, my question to you is this. What can you... What do you think is exciting about God's word? What do you think, Ochuko, is exciting about God's word? What do you think is exciting about the things that... Because if it is not exciting, you will not necessarily reach for it unless you have grown. When you grow, you, th you do things not because they're exciting. And that's one of the things God taught us the beginning of the year. Growth sometimes is not exciting. It just happens. Growth is not because sometimes growth can cause pain because it stretches you. Growth can make you uncomfortable. Why? Because there are things that you might not necessarily like to do, but it is a requirement for growth. So, for us to become who God wants us to be, we are where we are today because we have been comfortable. We are 
where you are today because you are happy or you are comfortable with where, what you have been doing. If you continue doing what you have been doing and you want to stay within where you will remain where you are or you will go, you will not, you know, be retrogressing or not growing. So, in, at the end of it all, God is calling us to a higher place, a higher level. And it is for us to place a demand upon ourselves to know this is where God would have me be. This is what God would have me do. But until we know what it is, we cannot do it. Because wisdom is knowing what to do. If you don't know, you cannot be wise. If you do not do, you cannot be wise. If you do not continue, in, continue knowing, you cannot continue to be wise. If you do not continue doing, you cannot continue to be wise. Let's rise to our feet. I want you to pray. Father, help me. Because as we see, it is one thing to be able to talk about it. It is another thing to be able to do it. Now, some of the things that we are going to, we are going to pray, Father, help me. Thank you for investing your time in listening. Start a new adventure with us by reaching out on phone at 306-850-4356 through our website at www.rccgwgt.ca or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Warm and Glory Tabernacle Birth in His Glory Creating a place of God's presence and establishing His Kingdom on Earth.